Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Believe it! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, my next guest laid the SmackDown vampire style on Jamie Foxx in the latest Netflix movie, Day Shift. Her name is Danielle Kennedy, and she is back to talk about her epic and action-packed role and more. Danielle, welcome back to Talk Time Live. Oh, always love coming back and talking with my buddy Dax. Bada bing, bada boom, right? <laughs> you know, um, that's an understatement. So when last we spoke, you said that you had something big going on. And you also said that you couldn't say anything about it. And because I'm not one of, I, you know, we're friends. I'm not going to be the ones that are going to Barbara Walters you out of this type of situation. Sure. I decided to be patient and wait. The wait was worth it. <laughs> I was not expecting you to be, you know, going toe to toe with J.B. Fox in a movie in this type of caliber of movie. This is this was a very big budget movie. <laughs> OK, and it was, it, you know, I saw the receipt. Trust me. <laughs> I really first before I even get to the question, I just want to say I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I talked to you about this, you know, behind the scenes of this and. I, it just came out of this like really want more from this. And it really started by you in the scene with Jamie kicking it all off. And just that's what brought people to the table when they saw you fighting Jamie Foxx. And it was like, oh, what is going on here? <laughs> so, you know what it reminded me of, too, uh, Danielle? It reminded me. I don't know if you ever watched uh, Kill Bill. Have oh, you ever yes. watched that? Yes. OK, so, you know, the first Kill. scene with yes. um, Uma Thurman and Vivica A. Fox. And that kind of really they sold that scene to really get people to want to come. I felt like this had that same vibe. Yes, yes. And I thought that you guys did it successfully. (laughs) I I was so uh, thrilled and and I was really quite shocked Mm -hmm. that I got so much footage uh, in all the trailers. Yes. Uh, When the first trailer came out, I went, whoa, because I just wasn't expecting that at all. And then it just became more and more and more. And uh, it was very funny because, uh, Two nights ago, Jamie uh, Fox posted on his Instagram mm-hmm. some guy watching that fight scene and talking to the TV. And of course, I immediately, I immediately grabbed it and put it on my story and in Instagram because <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Because uh, this guy was, you know, he was using four letter words and because he thought, oh, well, wow, he's killing an old lady. And then <laughs> all of a sudden that hand starts going. And uh, he goes, whoa, and then it, it got a little uh, R-rated, his language. 
But uh, what fun. Oh, gosh. they And they were such a fun bunch. Oh, and that was exactly what you got out of this film is that it was just absolute fun. Like my wife figured out it was a vampire movie. and She's not really into like the horror and thriller like that, respectfully. But I think after seeing this, I think I'm going to convince her to watch this because it from start to finish, it really is, you know, it, it's uh, it's a misconception of what it is. It is a horror and thriller, but it's more action based than anything. And it's right. I think once she sits through it and didn't watch the comedy side of it, she'll enjoy it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. She will. And I I loved when when I got the job and then they sent me the script, you know, after mm-hmm. all of uh, the paperwork went through. Yeah. I loved the script. The idea mm-hmm. that he's trying to buy his daughter braces and keep her in California. Right, exactly. The human element. I loved it. And of course, you know, Jamie is such, such a pro. Oh my goodness. You know, you just love him as a dad. You know that he's a great dad in real life. I mean, and, and uh, Zion who played his daughter, isn't she the best? She's. Oh, she was awesome. And then later on, and and I'm, we're not going to spoil it because this is still so early in the uh, days after the movie for people, but she had some really funny lines. She did. did. She pulled it off. Fluently. I really enjoyed her. But I did too. I tell you what, I learned three things from watching you in this film. One, which I mentioned on your page, that, on my page that you shared, you ain't nothing to blank with. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's one. Two, you technically went toe to toe with Mike Tyson or Ray Charles, depending on your personal preference here. So, you know, kudos to you on that. Um, and three, I now know by watching your fight scene how you've been married for so damn long. So for that sake, kudos to your husband on that note. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. My compliments wow. to Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> well, you know, in, in all due respect to uh, the, the fantastic uh, stunt team and the contortionists, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had some pretty heavy hitters backing me up, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Now you've been known to be you've been you've been known to be like even agile in this in this stage of your career and life and everything. But even so, I was like, wow, they really gave you some extra length here. They, they gave me some great uh, mojo, didn't they? Did you did your husband watch and turn around and look at you? And was like, I never saw you do this before. Are you? <laughs> Gee, how come I haven't seen that happen? No, he, lo- <laughs> he loves it. He wants to watch it again. We watched it once. I don't blame you. It, I said the same thing. It's like, I got to watch this again. That's what I'm saying. I'm bringing my wife into this because it's like, it's that much enjoy. It's such a great, fun popcorn, you know, summer blockbuster film that just had everything. And it was just everybody in there, you know, there was, there was no wasted effort. There was no, you know, wasted air with this no, movie. Well, and I loved it. Gary, the director, this was his de- yes. uh, directorial debut but Russ man, it now. wow yeah but he's got a body of work he has been you know a top stuntman for some of the biggest stars movies that's why he knew what he was doing in that it. entertainment tonight um uh segment yes oh that's interesting that is yes. very interesting and and but he, oh, he was such a great guy to work with and such a, a terrific director. And with all due respect to the horror people, the horror genre, um, this is a comedy horror. So, you know, the people that made things like uh, Chainsaw Massacre or Halloween or, you know, some of them are like, you know, 
sticking their nose up in the air or whatever. I mean, because who yeah. knows? I I don't know if they are. This is a <laughs> this is a different genre. It's yeah. a comedy horror. It's an action film. Um, I think it's in a league all of its its own. To yeah. be honest with you, I agree. I agree. And you know, it's okay. We need to change up on these things. We need to have different. You know. You know. Uh, Variants of a of a part of genre, you just, just can't have the same rinse, rinse, and repeat type of situation. And this no. turned it up really well, especially you know the fight scenes alone that really changed it up. You know, it, it gave me kind of that vibes of Blade, and especially when they added you know Scott Atkins into it. And if anybody's ever watched Scott Atkins in any films that he's been in, he's been known to do some really fast paced martial arts scenes that are just like have your draw drop because you think it's from a video game and he's really pulling this off oh he's amazing so i mean like there was something for everybody in this and i i really enjoyed it and again like the the story and the plot and the character development on there was just really well done i'm so happy i'm part of it (laughs) (laughs) indeed but speaking of that how did you come across this role? Was it like approached to you or did you audition for this? Did you find out about this I, when it auditioned? I auditioned for it. Okay. I auditioned for it. And I have to give some kudos to our mutual friend, Miley Flanagan. No way. Yo, I'll tell you why. It was a very short audition. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a matter of uh, some, somebody coming at me, you know, this sweet old lady. Yeah. And then um, kind of getting... I can't quite remember what what was on the on the uh, script on the side, yeah. and then getting getting hit, and then coming up, just looking like I was going to kill somebody, right? With the expression on my face, right? So it was kind of one of these things, like, oh, what are you doing here? And then, <laughs> right, like right, you know what I'm and so it was that kind of thing. Well, I had done a short film that won all, con- and it's a horror film, yeah had won all kinds of um, awards and you had Rebecca Kennedy on your show. Yes. And Rebecca played my daughter and uh, the name of the film was Amy. Mm. And it was the true story of Amy Gillerin, who was a serial killer in the late 1800s in old people's homes. Yeah. Uh, The play Arsenic and Old Lace came from that. Mm. And so on my demo reel and on IMDb, et cetera, there was a clip of me turning into a monster Mm. and uh, attacking her at the end of that short. And it it scared the bejesus out of people. (laughs) And uh, because through the whole film, you see me as this matronly, you know, lovely old lady passing lemonade around and, of course, poisoning people. But the end of that film was just horrific uh, because I just turned into this monster. Mm -hmm. And... um, Gus Cooper, who directed it, and uh, a, a great guy named Dustin, the cinematographer, they they just did a, a wonderful job. And really, I I look so scary. So when I got the audition, I was like, well, gee, this is really short right. and to the point. Right. And I, I, I really got to pow, you know, make an impression. So I was talking to my buddy Miley about it, and she says, I'll tell you what you got to do. When you send that self-tape in, you get a clip of that shot of you at the end of Amy where you're, you know, scaring the hell out of Rebecca Kennedy. And I said, wow, I've never done that before. I've never sent in other work that I've done, but it made sense. Right. So I did. And I've got, you know, the um, 
little iMovie I app on my phone right. to edit. So I did, I did the clip. I did the scene the way they asked. And then I wrapped it with that scary, scary scene, mm. which was not even a scene. It was just a moment right. at the end of Amy. And I sent it over and my manager, Eileen O'Farrell, oh my gosh, she just loved it. She sent it in and I'm telling you, they responded within about two days. Wow. They said, okay, we want her. <laughs> and I, I, I really think it was that clip. You That's know, awesome. another great tip from the genius of the world, Miley Flanagan. That is absolutely true. And, you know, what I'm... Yes. Far be it for me to be surprised that she looked out for you because that's what she does. Oh, she always does. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> so we look out for each other. Absolutely. And that's why I love her and you as well, because you both have been like angels in my life. So, you know, thank you oh. both on that note. But, you know, for anybody who knows you, like Molly and myself, like you are an adventurous and daring person. Were you involved in any of the stunt work during that choreography with Jamie? Or like, did you even attempt to ask to be a part of that? Uh, no, I had a contortionist mm -hmm. and I had two stunt doubles and then there was me, the main actress. Right. But, uh, two months before we shot that, they did a cast in my head and I was kind of scared about that. Right. I was scared because that's where, you know, they, they, they put plaster all over it and yeah. you just got this little hole here. Right, right, right. So that, that's my face. How long did that process take? Well, they were pros. Uh, about an hour. That's really actually not bad. Uh, I no. usually hear like um, you know stuff like that, or see behind the scenes of that, and they talking like three hours, maybe. You know, depending on yeah. you know, the amount of detail for it. Right. Yeah. No. The, these they sent me to the top people in L.A. that do it, but yeah, I mean these stunt people were were just amazing, and uh, uh, I, I think the real message that hopefully we got across is here's this, you know, lovely lady minding her own business and this guy comes bursting in and, and then look what he ends up putting up with. <laughs> and, um, and so I, I wanted to be sure that that distinction that I, I did that, to, you know, the, I wanted to be that sweet lady right. before. And, uh, and, and I was, you know, devastated and shocked that uh he had broken in so but then we wanted to make that switch you know I, and i i just think all the, the whole team did that and jj did that right. and the editors and and the tremendous uh talent of stunt people i will say this too in that scene when you you know just you know he, jamie bust uh, or bud bust in and you're just looking at him like what are you doing in my house but you did so in a non you know, threatened way. Like you were not afraid. Yeah. And I got that. It was like, right. what are you doing in my house? Or, you know, you better come up with the right answer before I come at you. <laughs> it yeah. was never yeah. like, he was never like scared or defensive or anything. Like you were, you know, at the ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You weren't ready for that yes. answer that he gave you. <laughs> right. And I, and I think that was part of it, you know, of not giving it away. Like if it was too over the top, Ooh, right. what are you doing in my house? Yeah. You know, it's like, I think if anybody's had anybody break into their house, you know, and I'm not talking about vampires right. now, when they catch you off guard at first, it takes a while to process. And when I was in my head there with him and with, with the crew, yeah. 
um, it, it, it was like, what the heck? You know, what are you doing? Right. What? So I, we wanted to keep it real, mm-hmm. as real as we could, because you don't want, I mean, you just did not want to give away what was about to happen because uh, I just thought it was such an exciting way to to, to start that movie And off. it was very fast-paced and impactful, premise. too. That, and that's what I loved yeah. about it. Yes. I agree. You've done a lot in the world of horror and thriller, uh, you know, in your career. Where does Day Shift rank with you personally among, like, the other movies that you've uh, been involved in? Oh, Day Shift's, <laughs> I mean, a dream come true, <laughs> you know. To be with with the top, you know, director, stunt coordinator, uh, Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. I have been a Jamie Foxx fan my entire life. Um, you know, he's he, he's so good in this yeah. role, too. But, I mean, Ray and every other thing he's ever mm-hmm. done. Uh, he, he's just fabulous. I've, Dave Franco? Oh, Terrific. And Megan and uh, Carla Souza, who I had never met right. before. She, she's just terrific. Um, she's an international star, right. you know, not not just in the U.S. Uh, um, Natalia, I mean, everybody. And of course, Snoop Dogg. Of course. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got to go to the to the first Zoom table read, which I thought it was so nice of JJ and, and the team to invite me mm-hmm. because it was just all the stars. Right. But when he introduced me at the table read on Zoom like this or, you know, online, he said, this is our first vampire. (laughs) This is the first vampire. She's going to kick it all off. And then, of course, uh, the whole revenge plot, you know, kind of centered around my character. So I was just thrilled that they they included me in everything. And. Just a very uh, fun, down-to-earth crew. Jamie, as we all know, loves music and is so talented. And, you know, he'd bring his boom box to the <laughs> set and everybody's dancing and everybody's happy. And, you know, you, you just couldn't make a mistake either around J.J. Perry. Right. He just, he's one of those people. I mean, I've never had a director. He, he Here's his director's chair, right? right? And, and, and here's his screen where he's watching all the action on the other side of the camera. And when I'd come off camera and have a break, he'd get off of off of his director chair. Please sit here. Mm. No, I you know I got this little tiny role in this big film with all these big people, and he's offering me his chair. He's that kind of a man. I mean, just so I just felt so happy and comfortable when I was down there, and um, I'm just very honored uh, to be a part of it. And I just hope we just keep going to the top. I think we're like. In the top ten, you're no. As far as I'm concerned, you did hit number. That movie did hit number one on Netflix. Yes, yes. So congratulations on that. Yes. (laughs) And I hope it just keeps going. It's so fun. I hope everybody that's listening to your podcast uh, really takes the time because it's so absolutely. It's so fun. What was your favorite moment on a set? Like, do you have any stories? You know, during your scenes and whatnot. Well, I think the favorite moment was when. I didn't ask Jamie, even though I wanted to, but I, I, I thought, I don't know if I should. Jamie said, well, let's take a picture Aww. together. On my and phone. we did see that picture too. That was his idea. Right. That was his idea. Cause I was, you know, the whole time I'm thinking, okay, when I'm done, you know, 
do I dare ask him? I mean, this is going on in my head because I don't like to be a pain in the butt when I'm right, working, right. you know, to, to, to the, because I'm such a fan. <laughs> I'm such a fan, you know, of everybody I've ever worked mm-hmm. with. Um, and he said, hey, let's take a oh. picture. And I said, oh, I would love that. <laughs> and of course. Well, he probably thought, he, you know, he took your teeth, he shot you. This is the least he could do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did. I said to him, I said, you know, you really beat the you-know-what out of me. <laughs> and he laughed. He laughed. It's just just a regular, down-to-earth, yeah, uh, very talented human. Right. So aside from your scene in that set off the movie, uh, what character did you enjoy the most in this film when you watched it? Well, gosh, I, I loved – I really loved Dave Franco with, with, with Jamie. I mean, I just thought he, he did was, so I good. That <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Eric, the guy that played Ralph. Yes. Um, that played the uh, the uh, the Teamsters or the the Vampire uh, Union. Yes. Head guy. I thought he was hysterical. He was awesome. And he was he was in Narcos. <laughs> I, I, you know, I saw that on the IMDb when I was looking yes. it up. He was in Narcos. So it was really fun for mm-hmm. me. Um, when I saw him on the Zoom read that first time, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's, I, I never said hi to him because we were doing right. our thing. But I thought, oh, that's Eric from Narcos. And so I, I love, I thought he was hysterical in this thing. <laughs> I love, I loved his scene and, you know, reprimanding Jamie and all that kind of stuff. Carla was wonderful yeah. as the realtor. She just cracked me up. Um, I also thought, uh, Jamie's wife. Oh, Megan Good. Uh, Megan. Oh, gorgeous. So beautiful. That's I an understatement. That, that family, <laughs> yeah. Oh, she is a knockout. But I thought that family dynamic between Jamie, Megan, yeah. and Zion was so yeah. real and so natural. And oh my, that car chase where he had her in the back with her, her ear was hilarious. on her iPad. Hilarious. No fear whatsoever. So funny. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, and of course Snoop. I mean, Snoop made a, a great big old tall skinny yes, cowboy. Yes, he did. You know, he he ruled that. Yeah, he, he ruled hard with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved it. They're all my favorites. I would also say the music selection too was awesome for this too oh. because Wasn't they used some of you know Snoop's you know music from you know Death Row and everything, which he now owns and everything. So it was a kind of an easy thing to, you know, you know, you're in a movie, let's use some of your music. And it was perfect because it gave that California West coast flavor that, you know, this, you know, gave the ambiance of what, yeah, what was going on in that part of uh, the country. So. Yes. Oh, the way they shot that, it yes. just made, it just brought all, it just was so, like I said, this is not a cheap film at all. California. Like the, the type of cameras that they use for this film was just, like you, you want this to be in 4K, you got to make it look like it's in 4K. <laughs> they went all out. Yes, that, that song "Mowing Down Vamps" with my best friend Bud. <laughs> oh, I love that. They were they had that. He was playing that on his mm-hmm. boombox on the set, and um, I and then they would they would do little clips. It, JJ was really good about kind of documenting the whole making yeah. of it, like kind of like the making a thriller. Right on Instagram for the last year or so. And so after I got back home from Atlanta, I would just follow those guys and see what they were doing every day. Cause it was so right. fun. And when they were walking around with that, uh, dancing around and <laughs> mowing down vamps with my best <laughs> friend, but I love that. I, I have that in my head. Constantly. Right. <laughs> I felt 
like I feel like you are the go-to actor for these types of roles. And you know, I mean, you've done comedy, you've done drama as well. But is that the case yes. when it comes to casting, or do you still like audition for all of your roles? Oh yeah, no, I I audition for everything. Although I have to say, I just booked a role that I did not audition for, and I can't yeah. really get See, look at information you. about it. <laughs> you did the yes, same thing last time. Go, and, <laughs> yes, it, it, I just booked it last Friday, and I start shooting on the twenty fifth of mm-hmm. August uh, until early awesome. September. So it's a good seven days right. on set, and um, it's the lead's mom. And uh, the only thing I can tell you is it's a feature, but it's about a scam. Mm. Actually, it's a pretty common scam in our culture, in the world of finance. And uh, this son of mine is using my meager savings in a very... This is going to make, this is going to make people angry. (laughs) Yeah. It's, I, I think it's kind of funny, though. I'm not. The, this is a real confidential thing. I don't even know who's in it. Yet. Oh, it's one of those things. It's like they're giving you sort of a uh, yeah. mis, like kind of what it, like a, like a um, a makeshift script, pretty much. Well, no, they they have a full script. I've okay. read the full script, but I just don't know who's playing the roles of whatever, is. and the names could be changed right. or whatnot yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they hardcore, they're hardcore now with this. And this this was a casting director that uh, contacted my agent last week and said, uh, we, we really want her for this mm-hmm. role. And they didn't ask for a tape. They said, send her demo right. reel. And uh, so I did not have to audition. They sent my demo reel off IMDb or Actors Access. And within five hours, uh, the offer was came this. Through. Do you think this is so? I think that's a do you first. Think that, I think that's. Do you actually first. think that the movie had something to do with this, or was this prior to? Oh no, no. Um, the movie, the movie came out right. Friday. This happened Thursday. Okay. I don't think it had anything to do with this movie because uh, the role isn't. It isn't it hard. Isn't you're right. At all, but you've, it? like I said, you've done yeah. a lot of, uh, you know, drama. You know, especially for ABC and all that stuff, too. Right. So I can see where this goes. Right. And this particular casting director had cast me on some real great primetime TV about 10 uh. years ago. So she was, you know, I'll tell you, there's there's nothing greater than when you have the support of great casting directors and they're on your team. Um, and that's what this was. And I think that is the very first one because I had to, you know, audition for Day Shift. I had to audition for yeah. Ghostbusters. You know, everything you've seen, you know, Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy, Mentalist, How to Get Away With, etc. cetera, <laughs> uh, Sex Life right. and College Girls. I, I have auditioned for all that stuff over the last 20 years. So that, that was really kind of fun, getting that offer. So, Danielle, I got two more questions for you. But as always, you, you rock. <laughs> and I always appreciate having you oh, on here. Thank you. So thank you. with you being an expert and artist of this, of the horror and thriller genre, like what would you say is the key factor uh, characteristics like to play something in that type of, you know, that type of uh, field? Because it's, it's one thing to be to act in a scene, maybe drama or comedy, but to do horror, I don't think I, I got to believe that that's not an easy thing to do. You got to convince people that you're like legit scary or legit 
uh, frightening and evil. So, what what plays what factors play into well, that? Well, I think you know. I think it's the same thing as with any role you get. You don't judge the role. You don't say, "Oh, I'm going to be an evil vampire." It's you know, I'm an old lady, but inside I'm right. really a vampire. That's <laughs> the way it is. You just you don't put any kind of judge call on yourself. It's the same way when you, you know, if somebody's playing a serial killer or someone's playing uh, someone yeah. evil, uh, you know, oh, I got to act evil. No, I think that uh, you just bring to it as much normality as you can. And if your intention is there to be how this writer has created this individual, uh and, and it's there and you go to that maybe yeah. dark place inside right. yourself, which you have to do. Um, it'll, it'll work itself out. It'll communicate through the camera, but you also have to remember here's where hair and makeup and all yeah. those people really come into play too. You know, obviously uh, it helps to have all those recruitments going on with, right. with that because it, it's you plus this team creating this character. Um, but yeah, I, I've played, I mean, when I played Amy Gillerin, I mean, she, she was right. a badass, you know, she, and, and, and she was a real right. person. This is a real lady that stole thousands and thousands right. of dollars from, you know, helpless, sick, old people. And, uh, she, that's who she was. So, you know, in my head, I played it like, well, I'm doing the right thing. You so know? you've done it for more, These you've, people are old you've done it die. more times than one. Does it like, do you still feel that, you know, you researched a role in a sense of, you know, really trying to narrow down what type of vibe this character should have? Or do you already know? Yeah, I try to, I, I try to keep it real okay. simple as far as just to go after yeah. one or two things in my, my intention, you know. Like uh, with with a character like Amy, because that's somebody that was a real person. Um, she believed that she was doing the right thing. She believed that that these people are going to die. They're very sick. Um, you know, their family didn't deserve her, mm -hmm. their money. Her old people's right. home did. So I think when evil is present or, or anything horrible is present, these people are 100% right. committed to believing in that moment of time that they're doing right. the right thing, you know, and, and that. Which is kind of our imitating at, life, unfortunately, in this day and age. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Exactly. So a lot of it is just the commitment, not trying to, uh, gee, I don't want to be mm -hmm. scary or gee, I don't want to be funny. You know, it, right. that never works. You know, I pretty much, if you follow the lead of a good writer and that writing is good. And I think these guys that wrote day, uh, day shift wrote. Oh, a great I agree. I, did. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And, and I love their kind of humor, you know, with, with, uh, with Dave Franco. Uh, Franco wet in his pants and, you know, you know that type I mean, of humor is usually stuff. like it if it's great. done right, it's really good. If it's, you know, if it's too tongue in cheek in a sense, you know, it could go really bad. So 
you know, the fact that they made it work and Jay and David, uh, Dave Franco also played it really well. It didn't, it, he didn't overdo it. He didn't underdo it. It was just right. No. I mean, cause toilet humor. Yeah. He was a right. fish out of water. You know, he felt like a fish out of water and he, and he was great. And, um, I like goofy right. humor too. You know, I, I like, my husband and I, we mm-hmm. like goofiness. You know, I remember seeing uh, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd in <laughs> Neighbors. And that was the goofiest, <laughs> craziest. And I remember we were in a show and like nobody mm-hmm. was laughing. And my husband and I were like falling on top <laughs> of each other. It was like eighth grade, goofy, crazy right. humor. I think that's right. so funny. You know what I mean? And Day Shift had had all those little... You know, little dangerous. It was toilet humor, but it wasn't overdone. That yogurt thing. No. Right. It's funny. It's got to be, of course, got to be. And it really was, because, like, I mean, you know, you had had Dave who was, you know, you know, um, you know, wetting himself, but then you had Jamie playing off with it, too, you know, just going back and forth with it. So it really worked out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It, it was just just a hoot. And and once again, uh, I, I can't say enough about mm. J.J. Perry. Just a wonderful director. I, I'm hoping before I pass out of this world, I get to work with him. Again. And, I'm, you know, as of right now, after you like enjoying it so much, I'm gonna keep my eye on his work, too, because, you know, that yes. that's impressive for your first time. <laughs> that is really yeah. impressive for your first time in a, in a chair. And you made number one on Netflix. That's that's really saying something. Wow. That means that like exactly. a lot of people more than just me and you just click loved on there. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, last it's question. Good. Like at the end of the day, how would you define your career on this stage? At this stage, at this stage, you got a lot more stages to go. Um, <laughs> really fun, really fun. And uh, getting to do all kinds mm-hmm. of different things. I mean, think about it. I'm a vampire. I'm a, a roller skating diner waitress. You know, I, I played a, a registrar, you know, a real nerdy mm-hmm. registrar for right. Sex Lies of College Girls. Um, I got to be a reporter. I've, I've gotten to do so many mm-hmm. fun things. And I just want the fun to keep it coming. It looks like it is. And I'm enjoying every bit of it. Danielle, thank you once again for being on the show. You are lovely as always. And just a pleasure getting to see you do what you do best on it in there and just getting to see you at like all these different scenes and everything. It just pop up out of nowhere. It's just awesome. And I think to me personally, this is going down. This is going down as one of my favorites because <laughs> not only did me too day shift, everybody, everybody sh- tune in. Watch let alone just Netflix. for the first few minutes, because it is a banger. <laughs> you got that. Right. So you already talked about a little bit. Uh, dangling the proverbial carrot of what you're about to do, but do you have anything else that you're uh, have involved, or you can also at this time give away, uh, give your plugs, and let our listeners, your fans, know where they can uh, follow you. Well, yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, it's uh, Danielle Kennedy. Uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, and I usually post everything that I'm doing and what's coming up on on uh, the agenda for me on social media. I'm on Twitter, but no, I don't does. use Twitter too much. I probably should do No good nature people do. Yeah. <laughs> not to say that Molly's not good nature. 
She does it in defense. Yes. I would yes, also exactly. I would also add check her check out Danielle's IMDb page because you'd be amazed of oh, all do. of the listings of shows she's been on and movies she's been a part of. It's just an amazing list. And a very long list. Oh, 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 I forgot. I I forgot. I got one more plug. Um I'm gonna be Get on the rookie. Here. <laughs> yeah. I shot the rookie July twenty awesome. sixth. Um it's a little it's a little mm-hmm. part, but it's a fun part. Um and uh I'm a grandma and it's the first time I got to drive a car. Actually drive wow, a car <laughs> in a scene on a TV show. And I and I and I I pulled up and I didn't hit the They curb. didn't need the green screen. Good. So and I had a they didn't need, with those people. They didn't need the green screen oh, for God. you in the background. <laughs> no, I, I really drove it. And you know, ABC, mm-hmm. the rookie, and it's awesome. gonna air this fall. Well Dan Danielle, thank you right. so much again. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this very special day shift edition of Talk Time Live exclusive on behalf of myself and the lovely and talented Danielle Kennedy. All I got to say is learn to let go, live life and love all things anime, comics, movies and games. In this case, vampires. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live. We are out of This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.